0: Welcome back, darlings. My next guest, I'm so excited for this. My next guest is an entrepreneur, a published writer, a certified in many energy practices practitioner, has given lectures, workshops, one-on-one sessions, and has a massive following on YouTube for what she is best known for, which is astro coaching. I'm so blessed to call her my actual blood sister and soul sister. You can find her on IG, Facebook, and YouTube under her name. Please welcome the amazing Maril Salise Paz. You're on my
1: show. Hi, Hermana. So happy to be here and so, so excited for your show that I know is doing great and amazing. And I love, love listening to your podcast. This is
0: so exciting. (laughs) Thank you so much. I, I have been wanting to have family members that, number one, are, I mean, the foundation of my existence, my transitions, my journey on the show. But literally, it came to me like, bling. Meryl, can you be on my show? When we had that conversation on the way to the beach, and it was like, as you were talking all these wonderful advice and just natural flow, I was like, stop. This needs to be on the podcast. So I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm super,
1: I'm so excited because (laughs) we always think, you know, like fly on the wall, we would love for people to listen to our
0: conversations because we have the kind of family that is just... We just go deep. Dude, that's why we almost had a reality show. Fun little side fact, y'all. We literally, I mean, we moved out here having a show that we just did not have after. But it got us out to LA. And a singing group. And a singing group. I've talked about it on the show. I feel like one day we're going to have to do a little, you know, reunion of the graces. Sure thing. But I think you're already (laughs) using
1: your voice for something you're meant to use it for, right? Which is really, you know, all the people listening to you and connecting with you and... You know, hearing what you have to say, hearing your advice. I mean, that's another way to use your voice, right? It doesn't just have to be singing. It's, it's what, what are you here to say? What's your messaging, you know?
0: Girl. See, see you guys, you, can you hear the words coming out of her mouth? This is why I'm so excited for this episode. I'm so blessed. Like, it's obviously a lot of my close friends are like family, but your family. And you happen to be one of my best friends. It's like the best combo. So I can't wait for the rest of you to feel the same way I do about my sister because she also has gifts that she is using that we are now going to share with you all. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to dive
1: into it. I'm all about that. That's yeah. probably when, and we'll talk about this more, mm-hmm. but in my practice, what I do, um, I think that's one of my... F- what. First of all, it's one of the things that people come to me the most for. Like, what am I here to do? What's my purpose? Yes. And Including me. I came
0: to you for that. Exactly. Changed my
1: life. And we could talk about that. Oh, we will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you lead the way, girl. Oh, yes. Um, and, you know, I think that it's a huge thing to know that you are here for a reason. You're here at this time and in this space for a reason. And it's not a random thing. And you weren't designed... You know, with your certain quirks and talents and gifts and, you know, and, you know, quote unquote lessons to learn slash flaws, whatever it Mm. might be, um, randomly, like that was designed perfectly for you to do what you came to do. And it's all unique and it's all about, you know, whatever that may be for you. So, um, you know, that's, that's a big, big chunk of what I do, you know, at least with my one-on-one sessions,
0: which we, oh my gosh, you, I personally can attest to, the magnitude of difference that it was to have, well, the fortune that I had to, to hear from you to tell me because of what you're going to explain, uh, because this was there and you were born here, and how it was like just a cold splash of water on my face, like, oh, my God, I have a purpose. <laughs> like, I know where I should go. And I was like a direction. It was like a guiding light. And I think we all search for that, and we look for it in all the wrong places when this is literally not just like some you know, thing that you can be like, ah, shmojo witchery. No, this is like science, but mixed in with spirituality, which is the best combo, number one, number two. And also, I love that you said that, unique. We all have a purpose uniquely set here on this planet because one of the things, and this might be another episode, <laughs> which we could talk about, but one of the things I always say is that we are living in a world where between social media and plastic surgery And all these false ideologies of what people think you're supposed to be, which is so cookie cutter crap, that we lose ourselves. We lose that sense of uniqueness. And uh, people tend to forget that you have to love who you are because there's no one, not one person exactly like you. Because even the smallest little tiny insignificant thing on your hand, whether it's physical or your interior self, is unique.
1: Yeah. And if you think about it, I mean, as you say that, it makes me think about, you know, one of the the realities, scientific realities, is that we're always fighting chaos, Mm. right? Think of it this way. Like, you're always... If you don't do anything in your house, there will always be dirt that accumulates, <laughs> right? So where's, you, our,
0: where's mom when we need her with w- that Swiffer? <laughs> Shout out to Swiffer. There will always
1: be stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. things get out of order. Things, uh, you know, dirt accumulates. Like you know, that, That's the chaos, right? So mm-hmm. the chaos keeps on going. And it's our job every single day to put things back in order and, and you know, just kind of get back on that train that we're supposed to be on. And I think it's the same thing with you know, our purpose and our path, because for me, those are two two different things and we can talk about that too. Mm. Um, and what society tells you. So society is trying to bring you into the chaos all the time. It's like, behave this way, do, do this, this, don't oh. do that, be that. You're supposed to look like this. You're supposed to be this person. You're supposed to fit these standards and have these things by this age, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yet, if you reach down deep down inside, you know who you really are.
0: Doesn't feel right.
1: Does it? One, it doesn't feel right. And two, it probably has nothing to do with any of those standards mm-hmm. or whatever you know advertisements are trying to tell you to be and act and look like so we're always continuously trying to um, or working towards um, really just getting back on our path and and staying on purpose and, and you know, being centered, which is why, you know, meditation is a huge thing now in the West, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what meditation helps us do. It helps us remember who we are. It helps us get centered again, helps us be in, in um, you know, sort of that, that space, the eye of the storm where it's, everything's calm, oh, whereas yes. the storm would be everything that your senses are asking you to take in, which is not even real. All that stuff is transi- transitory. It's illusion. And it's temporary.
0: That's a great metaphor. The life being a hurricane, the human experience being a hurricane, and then really you're just trying to get that center of the eye, that calmness. Because everything we really, everything we're exterior searching for, that love, that relationship, that fill that void, that I want to be like everyone else because that's what society is molding. Which ironically, I mean, this again, I'm going at like tangent on something else, side note. But... um, Back in the 50s or the 60s, it was, you had to be a chunkier person that was sexier. There was a time where the, what is it, that artist, Portello, or whatever, were being heavy, was, was being aristocratic, was being great. And now it's being heroin chic, and now it's being fake lips and super curvy. It's, like, always changing. Yeah. But in reality, who cares? It should be whatever your inner self feels is right, not what the world is telling you to be. Because we don't need more clones. We need you whoever you are.
1: Exactly. Because yeah. you came here to do something specific mm-hmm. based on, you know, in a, a architecture, there's something like, you know, form follows function or function follows form. Oh, so yes. form and functional are related. So it's like, okay, however you've been shaped, um, that's going to determine what uh, you're supposed to do right? Or however, whatever it is that you love to do the most, that's going to determine what you're, you know, going to end up looking like, etc. cetera, right? Oh. So it's like these relationships to me are fascinating because you see them in all different disciplines and areas of life and and in nature, you mm-hmm. know, like you look at everything and nature, there's nothing super, super structured in nature, nature in the sense that there are no right angles. So you don't have like a 90 so degree true. angle. There's nothing square, like sharp turn. Everything's curvy, wavy you know even a bamboo stick
0: i literally thought bamboo sticks were just always straight and the other day i took a picture of a massive like bamboo and it was like curvature and like yeah you've got the little curves in between yeah (laughs) yeah it's not what i thought
1: you know you get so much wisdom from nature which is why you walk around and you go hiking right and you you feel so much better because on a psychological level your eyes are picking up on things that are healthy Mm. And so your brain and your mind is just like, yes, this is what it's about. But most of us, you know, especially now, like, you know, with COVID and everything, Mm -hmm. you're just stuck in your house and you're looking at what is basically you think it's something that is taking place like action, whatever, because you're looking at a screen. But really, you're (laughs) looking at a wall. You're looking at a flat
0: surface and your programs breaking... trying to mentally program Besides, you. A, are we gonna go down that
1: rabbit hole i mean, that's I mean we like might a whole but that's other... like a whole other <laughs>
0: episode 10 episodes yeah. yeah we might be here all night yeah
1: yeah so anyway there's there's a lot to um
0: there's a lot of knowledge you have to offer this podcast <laughs> and i i can't even begin to explain hence like you know i already know you're gonna be back on here but there's one thing that I definitely want to squeeze out of your brain. <laughs> if it's you doing. get that mental imagery Squeeze. Um, well, a couple of things that led me to want to, you to be on this episode as my the 10th episode. Woo. Oh, my God. It feels like it's like my 100th episode, but equally as exciting 10th yes. episode. But I'm that, honored. I'm so, I'm so honored. Tear. Grab it. Thank you. But is what you are currently, I mean, you're getting this huge following and for the right reasons, because you're you're giving this gift of something that you have dubbed astro coaching. And I want to dive into it. I mean, I was going to ask you, but you've kind of already touched the surface and I like what you had to say about it and kind of just get it out of the wind in terms of, you know, COVID. And we'll probably talk a little bit about 2020, but more along the lines of astro coaching, maybe like a universal thing for people to understand what's going on. But I want you to first start telling us, okay, what is astro coaching? And then we'll get into the history, the Maril Solis pause history of how you meshed astrology and coaching together. Because I know that's kind of like a premise of it, right? But can you in your own words? Yeah, dive yeah. And, in.
1: and actually, I'm gonna
0: do both right oh, now. No, I love it.
1: <laughs> she don't do two it. Do one. Do <laughs> Okay. For, I love um you. so Astro coaching, Let's, it's the yes. mix of astrology and coaching. So astrology is, you know, this um, mixes art and science in that it's a, the study of the effect of the stars and cosmos and mm-hmm. planets and asteroids and all of that on the human being. And so this is something that the Babylonians studied 3,000 years ago. And, you know, Rome, Greece, I mean, it's just been something that has been part of our um, many, many you know, civilizations and cultures and that it was always human beings trying to really understand our relationship to the stars. Mm -hmm. And I think intuitively, we know that we come from the stars and that's on a scientific level. I mean, every single element in your body was first dust, you know, some kind of chemical outside of the system. Mm -hmm. And so... Just from that, you already know there's a relationship between us and the cosmos. But beyond that, then we're talking, we're going into sort of languages and symbolism. And when you look at the, the subconscious mind, mm-hmm. you know, Carl Jung, who is, uh, you know, one of the greatest psychologists of all time and probably my favorite one, He was the one who um, created the anima and the animus and archetypes. And um, he used to study astrology as well. And he used to say, how can we, you know, stand outside of the cycle of nature when, for example, the moons govern the tides? Uh, You know, the moon cycles, the uh, moon cycles also govern uh, harvest and, you know, they they govern the hibernations of uh, certain animals and things Mm. like that. So we are about 75 to 80 percent water as well as human beings. And why would we not also be affected by the energies or the gravitational pull of all of these planets? Of course, I think that makes perfect sense to me. And if you understand that you're an energy being, you're an electromagnetic, electrochemical Being, then you understand that the symphony of the cosmos is definitely going to have an effect on you. So that's one part. That's astrology, right? And, you know, I look at it not from a predictive point of view. It's not, I don't practice predictive astrology in that, oh, tell me my future. No, no, no. Let's look at your design based on your time of birth and your date of birth and your place of birth. So and it's that's more unique
0: design, exactly. a unique design to the individual. Not like this is your horoscope Libra and no. every Libra is the same.
1: That's, and, that's and, and I get that a lot. It's like, oh, I'm a Libra. How come she looks totally different? Yeah. She's a Libra? Which well, I
0: know from you is not the case no. because I, you've taught me so much. More. So when my friends talk about it, I'm like, no, no, you got to talk to my sister because I promise you, it's not like that it's <laughs> like, not like it's exactly like that. accurate so yeah, explain to, you, to the listeners i'm sure you you they're have, thinking that you know
1: based on all of these factors that i told you your date of birth your place of birth and right. your hour uh, time of birth you come up with a full chart. So it's, you know, when you say I'm a Libra, you're saying the sun was in Libra when I was born, right? The sun was in the sign That's of me. Libra when I was born. <laughs> so think of it in terms of like the the uh, planet, our planet has a zodiac, the zodiac belt surrounding it. So literally think of it as a belt, right? As if it was a belt around your body and you, you're, you would be the earth. And so divide this circle, this belt of, you know, Three hundred and sixty degrees. Let's go all let's go Oof. all go back to school. Dang. Um divided yeah. by twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she lost me. She lost me. You were really good at math in school. Was. Are you kidding me? I was your math Thank tutor. You. I know this. See? You were so
0: sharp at accountability math. for my awesomeness. Thank you, Marie, for documenting totally that Totally true. Very <laughs> smart girl. Very sharp girl. Um, and so three hundred
1: and sixty degrees, you divided by twelve. I know I'm gonna lose some of you, but stick <laughs> with me here. Um, oh,
0: yeah. thirty <laughs> degrees
1: each. Um, and so every thirty degrees you have a sign, right? So mm-hmm. it's Sagittarius and it's Capricorn and of course, and so there's an order to this. So imagine you're on the, the planet Earth, which is where we all live, and Sometimes. then there's <laughs> a sign in between, at the moment you were born, there's a sign in between Earth mm-hmm. and the sun, if you're a Libra, that means that Libra was the sign in between. Mm-hmm. But you also have the moon and you have Venus and you have Mercury and all the other planets on this solar uh, system. Even like solar Pluto, you're, you go to exactly, you're all the planets Exactly, and then, then the there's universe. all these asteroids, which yes. I'm not even going to go into. So you've okay. got a sign, you know, you've got your Pluto sign, you got your moon sign. You know, Pam, for example, she's a Libra with a moon in Aquarius. Oh, Paris. we're going to get into
0: mine because I have questions. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I, know, and I know your chart not. well. And, yes. uh, and so, you know, all of these different planets stand for a different part of your personality. You know, it, there's many, many divisions. We'll call the closer planets to the sun. Those are the personal planets. So mm-hmm. like that would be the sun, moon, um, Mercury, Venus and Mars. Uh, and so they tell you something about you. For example, the sun is more who you become as an adult, whereas the moon is more like your inner child. Oh, it yeah. Really you recently
0: f- taught me that with our nephew and I was like, mind blown. I, then I understood more about why he was a certain type of personality versus what I thought he was supposed to be.
1: Exactly. Because yeah. his moon is showing, you know, first the first seven years of his life. It's the first seven... Uh, Which
0: helps us under, like raise him as a family unit, like understand his behavior instead exactly. of diminish it.
1: Exactly, exactly. Which is so amazing, he, he's, I think. He's a son in Aquarius, but his moon is in Leo, which mm. he was born a full moon from those are two opposite <gasps> signs. So his who he's going to become as an adult is going to be very, very different than who he is right now as a child. And anyone who is a Leo, um, <laughs> you know, holler, <laughs> like you know who you are. Dead. You're like the queen <laughs> and king, and it's like, pay attention to me. Let me yeah. take center stage. And that's how he is right now in those first seven years. Like, you know, Aunt Pammy, let me show you. Look at me, what I'm doing, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, or like
0: I start playing guitar, and he's like, let me, let me right. show Right, he's going to take center stage. Whereas,
1: (laughs) you know me, I'm a son in Aquarius as an adult, and I'm like the least person likely Mm. to do that, right? Aquarius is very gregarious, they're very social. They're the sign that rules friendship, which is your moon sign, (laughs) right? Which is why you need your circle of friends. See, you hear that, friends? That's right. (laughs) That's why your friends are like your family. But um, they also need to be in the background. They're more about the group and the community. They don't need to take center stage. So our nephew is going to grow up into that. Mm. But it's like, that's the dynamic. And if you understand those things about yourself, then it's like, oh, I get it. Or like, you know, you're... Venus sign, how you love, you know, your love language, in a sense, uh, your Mars, which is like, like how, how you act. act when you do things. Mm. How do you do them? Do you do them passionately? Do you do them, you know, slowly? It also talks about sex. Mars is this, the in, intimate sex, Ooh, you know, part of the chart, the chart, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> the chart we, which is because we love because ain't having
0: it, don't we? I got that. That's <laughs> I right. We could talk about
1: that. Yeah, people yes. ask me about that a lot. Yes. Um, and so there are many different parts of your chart. And then there's where all of this falls in your chart, which is, you know, a circle that Mm. has different what I call pieces of the pie are also known as the houses. And so each of these are areas of your life. It's complex. I did a course on it. Unfortunately, right now it's only in Spanish and you know, my, but you're going to do English. Yeah, forward. I'm going to be doing Spanish. Most of the, the work that I've done has been in Spanish. Just it so happened to be that that was my primary market, but
0: I mean, you have I, clients around the world. I have and clients around be, the world. Yeah.
1: I do sessions in English as well. Um, I just don't have the course in English right now, but that's coming next year. So there, there's just so much, you know, to really get into in astrology, but that's the gist of it then there's the coaching part Mm. okay because I look at astrology as point a here's your design okay here's your design but what happens your base right right? your starting point point a but what happens if you and this is all of us okay raise your hand if you haven't no you can't raise your (laughs) hand everybody has what I call imposter content which is limiting beliefs Um, emotional traumas, energy that's stuck in yourselves because you didn't process it because you you were repressing emotions. Yeah, from life experiences. I love that. Imposter
0: content, you guys. Yeah,
1: and imposter content because it's not true. The truth Mm. of all of us is, you know, it's like like how you see our nephew, right? He's just free. He's just expressing. He's just flowing. But... Then you encounter a little trauma or somebody said something to you and they cut off, you know, uh, sort of like your wings where, you know, maybe somebody, a, a, a parental figure said, yeah, you're really good at math, but you're not that good at English. So you should probably go for like that kind of career. How do you know that you weren't meant to be a writer? Right. So what astrology does is allows you to see the original design, mm-hmm. which I think is beautiful. Every time I do a one on one coaching session, people more than anything, they're like, you have just confirmed to me what I always felt, but I was doubting myself, I was afraid to, because it's couldn't all... you bring a, it out. You bring yeah, yeah, I couldn't bring it out because I thought, you know, list A, B, C, limiting beliefs. And so that's where the coaching part comes in. And I always say the astrology is 20% and the coaching is 80%, mm. because... Um, the coaching is all about getting rid of the limiting beliefs. It's all about understanding who we are as human beings, as spiritual beings that we're you know, spirit having a human experience and not the other way around understanding what this whole hologram of life is all about, that it has specific rules that you need to understand in order to command them. And, that's why I decided to pair both of these things up, because if you look only at one thing, but you don't look at the other, then, you know, it's a little incomplete.
0: It's kind of like if you are trying to lose weight or get in shape and you only work out, but mm-hmm. you don't go deeper and you don't change your nutrition or your lifestyle, then you're really not, you're half-assing it, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I almost also, with everything you just said, and this is really important that I hope whoever's listening it kind of uh, Gets this part What I From my personal I've been very open About my personal journey On this podcast And my life And I will continue to do so Because it's my life <laughs> and Girl I you're share. born that way That's how I, I know is. you Yes I like to share Puto um, poema We'll get into <laughs> That's my Spanish nickname In the family Which in English is uh, Poet Smurf But we'll get into um, But that being said Like I what I loved about astro coaching when you started doing this for me is like you said it is the twenty eighty percent the twenty percent of having this design this we're all you know I I preach about the working on self in the human experience that is life we are constantly going to be having the ups and downs the traumas the lessons things we need to learn the things that you know the imposter content I love that you brought that up haven't touched that in my podcast yet but now now I will Um, but I felt from my experience with astro coaching with with you was it awoke that baseline, that piece of paper I needed in my freaking life notebook to be like, oh my gosh, that's the premise of me. And now I, like a brainstorm, you know what the lines, what's that called when you're doing, when you're trying to do a story and you're like, this is the, the center and I'm going to do little lines and do from there little charts of what, where I needed to go. Because I was still in discovery of myself and this gave me a, well, this is really who you can be and who you kind of are and where you're South and you're, we'll get into South and North node. I want you to share with everyone in terms of me, you use me as a project, but it gave me that, that blueprint is really the word I want exactly to use. exactly it. Yeah. And then you got into the coaching with me, which was through your clarity workshop that I'd like to bring up as well. And it was kind of like, boom, flashball like, oh, this is where I need to go. And then the rest, it was like the puzzles, the pieces of the puzzle just started fall, falling into place because it gave me that sense of direction. Just like, again, if I was trying to lose weight and the trainer was like, you need to not eat this, 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 and that. And you need to focus on this, this, and this, and that. You need that to make the changes. And I tell a lot of my friends that are on the journey of self, they're like, well, what do I do? I literally say, you should talk to my sister mm-hmm. because it helped so much to understand the design that is, for example, Pamela Francesca, instead of trying to figure it out by the blindness that is the rest of the world. I have, How am I going to try to figure it out if I don't even know? <laughs> like, but this helped, and it changed my life. <laughs> so thank you for that. And I, I like that you said, too, um, for people not to confuse that this is not the strip of horoscope paper you're getting off. L magazine or Cosmopolitan. This is like some real spiritual yes, but science to it. This is real. This is the time you were born, the the actual location of the planets and how they all align and how it designs you.
1: Well, it's much more complete. You can look at your sun sign and you know, you look at your horoscope and you know, it's, it, I don't even look at it because for me, it's, it's such a tiny, 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 tiny piece of the puzzle. Mm. And they go by ascendant and it's very, you know, I'm not even going to go into how they calculate it, but it doesn't compare at all to when you actually have, when you know your chart, you can look at your chart. And this is why I created the course, you know, which is right now in Spanish, that'll be in English. I, I teach people how to interpret their own birth chart, because mm-hmm. for me, it's a tool that you need to have, like part of your little box of tools of spiritual energy management tools you know human experience growth yeah, <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> hey you came to this planet and there are a bunch of tools that you're going to use that are going to be super helpful who doesn't want to know what the energies, you know right now for example we're recording this and it's virgo season so oh. you know mercury is in virgo and the sun is in virgo and it there's a ton of healing taking place because virgo is the sign of of health and of the healer. And there's a lot of organizing because Virgo is also the sign of the organizer and it's the sign of order. It's a sign of analysis. So if you're Right now, thinking a lot about what you need to do and shift, you know, sort of whatever's happening in your work or whatever's happening in your house, depending on where this energy falls, of course. Or if you're doing a detox, like we did, Mm -hmm, right? Or mm -hmm. if you're doing maybe an emotional detox, where your things are coming up, you're getting triggered, and that's an opportunity for you to heal. Hopefully, you're not repressing that. Hopefully, Mm. you're having the conversations you need to have, even though they're difficult, and you're able to get to the other side of that and get the lesson. You're, um, you know, facing your fears. You're facing the obstacles that need to face. A lot of us are going through that in general because of the whole quarantine and all the stuff that, oh, that we're, we're gonna tell you yeah, know, going definitely, through. I definitely ask you. But right now it's accentuated. And why not work with the energy rather than just be, you know, sort of subjected to what the energies are going to do anyway? Why not find out? Because all of us are always like, could the universe or heaven please drop me the manual for my life, right? And like, it's like
0: literally, what's that meme or whatever meme? It's like a, not even a meme. It was like even before memes existed where it's like, they're like, God, save me. And there's like a boat that passed The guy's like, I'm going <laughs> to wait for God to come <laughs> and save to, me so you yeah. can keep going. And then there, and then something else comes just to save him. And he's like, I'm, gonna no, he yeah, I'm going to wait. And he gets to heaven and the guy's like, I've I been sending, sending you, you stuff you all <laughs> the time. He's like, oh. <laughs> It's like, I don't care how. Skeptical you can be. I say this even about holistic stuff. When I talk about holistic stuff and energies and all stuff, I'm like, I don't care how skeptical you are. I'm not trying to convince everyone to believe in I believe in, you know, reincarnation, the universe stuff, but how can you not be open-minded to it when it really it's just number one why it's not? real. And why yeah. not? It's something that's like I'm not forcing you to drink petroleum. I'm having you like try to do things that are better for yourself and Funny enough, you saying that I that week I think it was a Lionsgate or Lions Portal that was yeah. like most recent August eight. 8th. Yeah, that weekend I called you like I had an emotional breakdown. Four different friends of mine, all different belief systems and everything, had massive breakdowns. Everybody was just freaking regurgitating emotions out of nowhere. I don't know why I feel like this. And you were like, because we're cleansing. <laughs> were like, because we're cleansing. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, are we I even? Like, I what? mean, are we going to get into portals? portal? <laughs> so, you know, oh, I mean, we I this. want it's, to. You know, like there's
1: going to be a full moon in, in a little <sighs> bit. And there's, you know... Full moons are portals. New moons are portals. Equinoxes are portals. Solstices are portals. Frequencies
0: then- are real. Energies are real. And again, whether or not you believe it, you you might as well take a chance and a leap of faith in believing stuff like this that, that's a, a mixture of science and spirituality because you're a step ahead of the game if you already know how to really kind of navigate through this stuff versus saying it's not real and it's still happening too.
1: Right. And let you me know? tell you this, <laughs> from someone who, you know, I'm certified in many things and yes. among that, like one of the biggest things for me when I was younger was to be very, very scientific and to be very very like she's where's incredibly the proof of this and
0: smart by and,
1: <laughs> and and then i was like thank you i love you yeah, uh, and she's not biased at all <laughs>
0: not at all the
1: the thing that i actually realized and i had to own in you know now i'm 43 but i had to own in my late 30s and early 40s is that from the truth of the matter is, is that science comes after spirituality. And <sighs> because, I'll tell you why. And right now everyone's like, ah, oh, quantum mechanics and everything, amazing. You know, observer effect, everything, quantum mechanics, 100%. But what science does is to try to explain what you can already feel in your heart and in your spirit. Even if you can't see it. Even if you can't see right. it, which is, what's the definition of notorious. intuition? <sighs> intuition is knowledge that your mind cannot yet, that is so fast and so immediate that you cannot yet... Process And you you haven't broken down. And so people have like a cult, especially in the West, Mm. a cult to the mind, a cult to science, like show me the proof. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I'll show you the proof for love. Where's the proof for love? Like, but are you going to tell me that you don't love somebody just because I can't show you the proof?
0: Or are you going to tell me that the reason why all these negative things are happening are because of your lack of self-love? Of course, I'm going to tell you that even though I can't prove it. But there it is. Right. Or
1: when you start (laughs) to manifest things or when you start to see synchronicities or the, Mm. the numbers, all these different things happening that it's like, oh my God, such good luck. No, no no, no. There's a cause and effect relationship to all of those
0: things. I literally just talked about this on the podcast. Okay. So So science
1: can explain that later after the phenomenon has already occurred and taken place on an energy level, because all this stuff is, comes from spirit. So this is why I'm always like, you know, people who put science or, you know, proof or whatever, as the sort of the prime thing and the cult to that for me, I completely understand because that was me, but now I understand that that is just an attempt to try and explain what is really the core of the thing, which is spirit and it's energy and it's, if you want to call it magic, it's magic. Magic is, you know, and miracles and all these things that we don't really have the language to explain yet, but we will. You know, just like before, when we were back, you know, before medicine really knew how to explain a germ, right? Oh my God, why is this person's you know arm Satan completely rotting? Has gone into their body. Satan, <laughs> right, it's the devil, you know. The devil, and it's like it's not the devil. I it mean, that was a microorganism. Germ. You just didn't have the powerful enough microscope to actually see that. Yes, and so science falls behind all this other stuff that we kind of call magic or whatever. That doesn't mean that the phenomenon is not there. So for me, it's like. Get to the to the understanding of the energy. Understand what the dance of the cosmos is doing right now, and how that affects your own energetic blueprint, so that you can work with this stuff and not be subject to it. Well, I
0: mean, let me let me clap. Hold on, ready? <laughs> it's like <laughs> Asmar. Is that the word? Damn. Asmar. <laughs> but uh, I'm so lucky you're my family. But real Aww. talk, this is exactly why. Again, full transparency because I'm so transparent with my personal life. I give you permission to discuss my chart on here. You want and the, to discuss your chart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like she's... She, calls me, she's like... She knows like, me so well. What? Tell me about this full moon that oh, you're I talking about. Oh, I literally send her text messages of like, me? if I
0: like a guy, I'll be like, this is his birthday. Oh, yeah. this is it. We can but get into it. But it's not that. just you, but girl. But yeah. I get
1: those messages all the time. My friends, like, you know, it's funny, no, this before is my you get. skeptical guy this is friends, you right? get. You're the astro yes, coach. This is This is my life, people. I, I get the test message. And my friend like today like, so this girl's a Capricorn, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a Libra, and she actually brought it up to me, and she said that those two signs don't get along. I'm like, and you're
0: listen. like, give me her look, like, give me her Merlin. That's right. I'm like, listen, you lucky, right. Mopo. Like, she is right. I mean, she by you by she, I mean you. Like, I she'll you'll literally only, sometimes I okay, told yeah, basically me. Be lucky that I'm saying this now because we're gonna be telling me something else later. I'll be like, I was right, you was wrong. <laughs> but truth be told, I mean, it's like. As much as you don't want to hear it, I'm like, oh man, she was right. Like, why do I keep getting attracted to all these like cancers and then like they don't show the love language is so different and then bam it falls flat in my face. But again, you know, Merle said earlier that it's not just, you know, specific planets there's like a whole science to it in terms of like all the different planetary stuff and then of course then you got to add in the traumas and the imposter content and so there's a lot to it but what i learned from when you told me stuff which i want you to talk about which is my south node and when you explain what nodes are for a minute but my South, and you can talk use me as an example when she explained to me out of when i went to a clarity workshop i was lost y'all this is like episode one or two when you i was like telling you guys no clarity oh my god clarity what is clarity i was hungover and unclear it was like my whole life was a blur <laughs> you were really hungover for sure no wonder you're I'm all the coffee sure. and stuff. oh yeah i, I had my coffee with me i'm pretty sure i had a wild night the night before with some handsome model boy i don't know and i was like oh my god i gotta I go my sister's clarity <laughs> you
1: almost missed it right? i almost I missed it i, I think i was we like move. do i have to go and yeah. i like
0: and you're like you better you're come. the only one that's coming here for free i'm doing you a <laughs> favor you're freaking coming and i was like oh fine but thank God I went Maro, because it was the beginning of everything. I mean, not the not the full on beginning because obviously this year was like the cold water splash on my face that I needed, but it was the the seed implanted in my brain because you brought up in our charts, our North nodes, which I didn't even know what the freak this was, North node and South node. And all I remember, and I could even be saying this wrong, but you can clarify, <coughs> clarity workshop, <laughs> but, um... <laughs> You know, in my head, I understood that it was like, okay, this falls on your karmatic, like karma kind of vibes. And then this is like, if you do, if you live this reality instead, which is your north node, instead of living what you've been living now, which is your south node, which I considered my karma, like my Scorpio, my sexual, my pleasure driven, which was literally my toxic lifestyle. But if you switch that... And you start doing this, the Torres node that you're in, which is like being grounded. It's very much self-love driven because it's not just about being in a monogamous relationship. It's really the relationship with self, which I have been lacking for the past 35 years of my life for many imposter content trauma moments. And now that I'm working on that, I see the results. But it was that blueprint that I needed to be like, shit, (laughs) that's where I gotta go. So can you explain a little bit Using me, of course, because I don't mind. (laughs) Because why not? Use me, lady. Okay. Um, About the south node, north node thing, so people can understand that this is what we mean about the deeper sense of this blueprint.
1: Yeah, and that's a great question because I think that's probably the point. Beyond what most people actually uh, come to me for, which is the purpose point in a chart, Mm. It's, it's overall so, loss let's be honest well let's, let's be honest we don't <laughs> want the
0: GPS right give me the of GPS course. like I said the this manual like Psychics heaven all this Lord, stuff. But when they're like,
1: can you just drop uh, but the they're manual. all crap like my psychic yeah. told me
0: I was gonna marry my husband I met him in an ice cream shop and this was like two years ago I, I, I don't know that. what husband she's talking about he what? was tall yeah oh did I didn't tell you about this I, $200 later wherever you are you owe me money lady I'm gonna find you <laughs> i, won't I won't continue you.
1: <laughs> okay well um, the purpose point in the chart is and this is just there are you know different kinds of astrology but this type of astrology is called Called um karmic astrology. I mm. call it Dharmic astrology because of course Dharma is more Positive. my vibe than karma. But um, they work. also, I think, use it in Vedic astrology, which is slightly different than what we do here in the West. But um, the North Node and the South Node. So in the chart, usually you have, like I said, you know, your sun is in inver- in Libra or your moon is in Aquarius. So each planet has, you know, a particular sign that they're in, and they fall in a particular Area of your chart, which would be called a house. Like think of it as pieces of the pie. We mm-hmm. say right, and so the interesting thing about the notes is that they come in pairs. So the notes, without going too deep into it and whatever, because I already made you all do math. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's a drink point. a
0: shot of ginger. Every I was going to say but yeah, I um, <laughs> drink or, or a to shot America. I don't know. You choose wheatgrass every time she says math. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so these points actually are about the relationship between the moon and the um, elliptic of the sun, nice. etc. But because of that, they come in pairs and they're always opposite. So you have a south node and that's in a particular sign in a particular house in your chart. And then you have directly opposite, 180 degrees, mm-hmm. um, you have a north node and that's in the opposite sign of your south node and the opposite house of your north uh, of your south node. So... The relationship between these two, the north node is called the purpose point. It's your destiny point. It's the nodes of karma is what they call them and whatever. Also known as the dragon's head and the dragon's tail. Okay. What happens? The relationship is this. And this is why it's super, super interesting and very telling as to our journey here on this planet. Your south node is, like Pam said, more your karmic point, meaning that it's the stuff you already know, stuff you've done in your past life. It's your comfort zone because Mm -mm. you're such an expert in it. You've lived those lives. You've collected (laughs)
0: that energy. Which basically you're saying, which is true. I am an expert. In the sexual pleasures of life, okay. well, and the pleasures of life, I would like to clarify <laughs> that
1: <laughs> that Scorpio exactly is not me? just all about sexual okay. energy. Like, and I know that Scorpios are very proud of their sexiness say, or okay? the passion in or life passion, because I am very passionate. About a lot but let's of talk things. about Scorpio. Scorpio is passionate, sexy, sexual, intense, deep, and also the sign of esoterics. Oh. So it's a sign of everything that has to do with the hidden knowledge of us human beings. So, for example, tarot, sense. which is why you love tarot and things like that, mm-hmm. right? So, um, it's not just sex. So,
0: <laughs> I just like the yeah you a know, little sh- sugar. Yes, like it's,
1: it's sugar part cutter. of the color, part of the color. Well, but also, it's because a-
0: it, not to interrupt you, but I, I was, and I was going to ask you this at the end because I, I this was new information to me when you said earlier that Mars, especially in the sexual aspect, that's kind of how you are. Yeah, sexually, mm-hmm. I thought it was. The, I know Venus is how you love, but I also like most of us. Uh, People that haven't woken up yet. <laughs> I would always associate love and sex in the same department, so I thought my well, Venus. You're a girl. Well, that, that and the fact that I was also an idiot. But you know, like we no, live we I will not let you call my sister uh, an idiot on her own. Who podcast. just did that? No, you were right, but I I made the mistake yes. of constantly. I've learned from this to associate the two, you know. Yes, but now I'm learning because. It makes sense cuz my Mars is in Sagittarius. So I wonder if that's where my free, sp- you know what I'm saying? Free spirit came from. <coughs> free Well, we're going to call your spirit adventurous. 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 That's yes. what I was going through. Because it's very she adventurous. You heard it here first. Maybe a little
1: non-committal in that sense, but you also son <laughs> sun in Libra. Like let's look at it. Your what? sun in Libra and not to get too far away, we'll go back to the nodes in a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, not, that not that I always do Libra this, I go the other way. is um is the sign of partnership and relationship. So, as and much as North you North. may have this Mars and Sagittarius, your Sun and Libra, your essence is always going to look for a partnership. Mm. Okay? And, and for Libra, partnership is actually like it's serious. Oh, it's yeah. not like, ooh, you know, like let's just see what happens. No, no. You I guys mean, when want I fall, your partner. I
0: fall. Right. Deep. I just so, fall. But before that, you're
1: going to be adventurous, you know? Okay. So let's go That's back into I the notes. Human. Okay, go. And just to, to just to reiterate, also, Scorpio is actually the sign of transformation. So if you're a Scorpio, you're like the Phoenix baby, you know? Like if you're an evolved Scorpio, if not, you're like the Scorpion attacking everybody, whatever. We'll
0: <laughs> I've definitely been that, but now I am the Phoenix. I have risen from the COVID fire. And I've come, actually, I keep bumping into friends of mine now, pre, you know, like now we're just, still social distancing, y'all, before anyone comes trolling at me. But bumping into some people, and they're like, dude, you literally like you, this COVID thing is the best thing that ever happened to you. You're like the, <laughs> the butterfly coming out of this capilla, cap, caterpillar. Caterpillar, caterpillars, Yeah. I was like, you just called me fat. But um, but now I'm fabulous. But it's true because I've done, the, I've been working so much on myself. So boom, Phoenix vibes, let's go. Okay. North back node. into the nodes before yes. we get
1: too far away and people forget it's what what I do. to
0: <laughs> reiterate.
1: <laughs> South node is what you already have as your area of expertise. You've been there, done that in past lives. Mm. So you have that as your comfort zone. You can stay there indefinitely. But what, you know, the, the ama- amazing thing about astrology and a chart is that you have specific cycles, like your Saturn return, your Uranus opposition, like different cycles that will kick you into action if you haven't put yourself into action already. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, your uh, south node, you can stay there, but the real point of this life is for you to get out of that comfort zone and step into, ironically enough, like your exact opposite energy, which would be your north node point.
0: So, so let's is, say for Pam, your human experience point. From yeah, this, this yeah. is this is your human. This is
1: your quantum leap of faith. This is you your journey. It's your journey, oh, and it's it's life. literally is your quantum leap because you're leaping into the unknown. This is new energy for you. Wow. Okay, so. For you, your south node is Scorpio. You know how to do all this stuff, you know, the sexiness, the esoteric, the whatever. But the new energy is the opposite of Scorpio would be Taurus. And your north node, your purpose point, the energy you came to incorporate here is Taurus energy. Which is? Which is grounded, exactly like you said, much more tangible. It's... um, uh, Taurus energy is all about self-value Taurus is all about value And it starts from the value that you're giving yourself And the value within Mm. After that, it derives into money it derives into home or house in particular, real estate. So very tangible resources, very tangible assets, okay? Mm-hmm. So maybe you came from a life in which, you know, in, in other lives... I was very you,
0: gypsy before. You, you were very flowy, very
1: ethereal, very, very like, you know, all this stuff doesn't really matter. But now you come into this life and really you're here to make money. You're here to, you know, <laughs> have have these assets that, you know, are going to make you feel like... You have a physical grasp on your human experience. So it's that, but before all that.
0: The but on a spiritual sense, y'all, yeah, not like in a superficial sense.
1: But money, the I mean, on none of this stuff, none of this stuff has any any charge to it it's Oof. neutral you put the charge to it if you use it for good then it's spiritual stuff if you don't use it for good then it's not spiritual stuff i
0: love that you said that by okay? the way okay.
1: so so i this again that's I one so you, of your wise. limiting beliefs and imposter content just came up slightly where you were like oh, but not this listen that's so
0: true yeah
1: so hence i'm still working how easy is it for you to make money if you have a limiting belief that tells you but not for bad stuff you know Well, like, for
0: a long time i didn't want to continue doing certain things that were becoming super successful because I didn't want to be famous. I didn't want to be confused as superficial. I didn't want to be confused. Or or to be confu- exactly. But yeah. now it's a, I see it because like how you said, it's it's not that none of that has a specific energy. It's what you put into it. Absolutely. It's what Energy's you use neutral. this stuff for. I now I use my money for good things. I use my platform for good things. Absolutely. Because I'm a good person. So I'm using it in that direction. Yeah, And
1: you've woken up to that. That's what you are here to do. Mm. And so, you know, again, I'm glad we just, oh, uh, you that. know, just cleared out a, a limiting <laughs> belief of Thank yours you. and just, you know, turned it around because that this was is an example for astro
0: coaching, by the way, you guys. That's oh part of the coaching, God. right? <laughs> so
1: we look at the astrology and we're like this, and then like boom, the didn't limiting belief it. came yeah. out, didn't even realize wow. it, and I'm like, boom, there it is. Oh Let's clear that out because energy is neutral, and you give it the polarity, mm-hmm. right? You give it the use, you give it the productivity, or lack thereof. So that's what happens. But the interesting thing is, is that you do have to make this quantum leap of faith. You got to step into it. It's uh, it's energy that's new for you. So you know that's where we come in with the coaching, where it's like, yeah, but 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 blah blah blah, and all this stuff comes out just like it did for you. Wow. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, I'm li- like,
0: <laughs> my, like if you Mind could blown. see my face right now, which we will be doing video going forward in the future, I'm like, uh, <laughs> like my mouth is open. Yeah.
1: Like, and remember when we were in the workshop and you first started oh, encountering this stuff, you were yeah, like, emotional. wait, what? Like mm-hmm. you looked at your past and you understood why you did certain things, which is again healing in itself, because you're like, oh, there's a reason why I was doing this, or I was on this, you know, path and whatever. So you discover your north node and what the energy you have to get into. And that's your purpose point. And then this is why I always say, find your purpose, step into your path, because then you got to do the work to step into it. Of course. You know, and that's where clearing the limiting beliefs and actually, you know, getting into which you're already taking steps towards, you know, um, I know Taurus also rules real estate and all these other things. And you're, you're getting into all of these things that yep. are really very, very much your purpose point. So, but the one thing I wanted to mention, especially for anyone who's Taurus or North Node and Taurus out there. I know that it's the most material and physical of all the Earth signs because every sign has a um, character. Every sign has actually an element yeah. and a quality, and so the elements are, you know, air, water, earth, and uh, fire. Like Leo is airy. Exactly, it. <laughs> but Taurus is an Earth sign, and it's the earthiest of mm. the Earth signs. So it's the most physical sign of all. But really, be before that, you have to have the self value and the self worth to you know, move forward with the physical stuff. And that's the, that's the intangible stuff that you got to work on first. You you know, you said self-love, but really it's really more about what is my worth? Where does my worth come from? What is my value? And how do I express that? There's so many things that go into that.
0: But still using the word self, still using that core word self, which I'm constantly trying to, not trying, constantly doing on and talking about on every podcast episode of really just planting that seed in everybody's head that we, we, don't focus on self. And we need to focus on self because yeah. it, it would awaken so much in order to start going towards that path of whatever your purpose is. Or like you said, in order to start then working on all the different things you need to do dependent on your node, or but you need to start with self. I think that's why for me, I, I found it so interesting with this the Taurus being in the North Node because my biggest problem in my life was that I never worked on self. So I always looked at all the exteriors, right? And I was always like searching for the sex and the pleasure on the night, or the the drinking and the stupid stuff that that I confused with value of myself. When in reality, I had zero value for myself.
1: Right, which is what you came to find with your. Which is what reality. I came
0: to find. Yeah. Which is uh, is amazing within itself. That being said, I I want you. There's three th- um, really important questions I have, and I don't want to like. I want to I want to kind of slide through the first two because I feel like you've said a lot of it but I still want to ask it. <laughs> and then okay. I want to get dive deep into what we talked about in the car about the 5 Cs which is going towards the book you're working and I just I know you can't share too much because you are working on this book and you don't want to give it all away. But yeah, we'll get there. But I do, you know, you've been talking a lot about energy and I know that you are certified in many energy practices. I want you to just briefly say, what exactly does that mean, energy practice? Because energy has been such a prevalent piece of of convo in every conversation I've had in every friggin' episode. And now something you've been talking about a lot. So what is an energy practice?
1: Okay. So when I say, you know, energy practices, I'm referring to anything from like, you know, astrology is one of them. Right. You where you understand the management of energy uh, from the cosmos and how it relates to your own design and your own energy blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you also have, for example, yin yoga, which is the type of yoga that is not so much, you know, uh, asana uh, like focused or, you know, really focused on on muscle and stuff like that. But it's really more about like the meridians and it's more about the emotions and things like that. Um, I'm sort of finding that. Heart math, for example. it's another sort of certification that I did because I really wanted to understand how the Institute of Heart Math really studies the energy from the heart. Literally, it's heart math. Oof. And they are the ones from which I learned that the the range of energy, electromagnetic energy that you have from the brain is minimal compared to what you have from the heart. So really, when you're attracting stuff, um you know when you're tra- manifesting and when you're magnetizing things into your life, the heart has a range of energy that's sixty times greater than the brain. I mean, that's a lot, and so you really need to understand how the brain, the heart, is really your GPS. And I have a heart-centered meditation in my Spanish YouTube channel. Again, I promise I will do so much more for my. She I just promised launched a little me because I've been
0: pushing her to do this, but she will.
1: Yeah, there's just a lot to do, but there's there's um, you know I have like over a hundred. Um, Videos in my Spanish YouTube channel. I have like maybe four or five in my English YouTube channel. I mean, listen, channels, but there's still know good Spanish, Check
0: it out. But so still... <laughs> I do a monthly
1: video every first of the month in my English in channel, English, and yeah. I talk about the entire month energy. So if you you know want to see that, that's available there. And in my IG is bilingual, so Instagram is fully fully bilingual. Every single post. But anyway, so there's that. There's heart math. I mean, qigong, tai chi. I'm certified in Reiki. I mean all of these practices, it's really all about helping you understand that you're an energy being and there's so much again so much focus and direction towards the mind. Oh, you know, mindfulness and mindset, even in coaching and all that. But I think if we bypass the mind because the mind, you know, can really take you many different ways. It's it's a, it's a logical tool and if you start with the wrong premise with logic, you'll end up with the wrong, you know, result. So it's not really very reliable um Asset to have your heart. On the other hand, is super reliable because that's the, the seat of your intuition. It's really I was about
0: to say is intuition. I would say intuition would be more part of the heart, right? Because it's yes. something that moves with and, energy. And again,
1: it's not really. I mean, it's symbolically localized there, right? right because right, really, your energy is everywhere, and your right. aura. And we can get into so many. You know, we're multidimensional beings, etc. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> but <laughs> <Yeah>. um, but <laughs> yeah. think of it that way. Yeah, and uh, and it's more about. I'm not talking about emotions at all. Okay, no, no, no. huge difference between emotion and intuition. So emotion would be, you know, sort of in your in your solar plexus chakra more along the lines of the stomach, but I'm talking about the stuff that you just you just get that heart sense that you just know this or you you walk in and for some reason you don't like this person. You walk, you know, somewhere else and you're like I don't know this vibe here is kind of well, weird. For example,
0: like I, r- multiple times recently since I've been changing my my lifestyle and my energy my frequency's been changing with everything going on, my my intuitions change. And like there'll be situations where I'm like, I don't really want to go to this thing, but I don't know why it's giving me... It's literally physically making me ill to even think about. And then the second I make this decision, like, no, you're not going, I feel at peace. Absolutely. And I'm like, whoa. I would (laughs) not say that it's
1: your intuition has changed. I would say that you have... Released so so many, (laughs) no, that you've released so many layers of imposter content or things that you have, you know, that were blocking that intuition that we all have, that you couldn't hear that voice. And so whether it was, you know, drinking or whether it was, you know, like somebody else's energy, because let's face it, when we have sex with somebody their energy mixes with ours right just talked about this in the episode exactly i was gonna yeah. say there's something you've talked about already so your listeners should know and this is very very real so the more pure you keep your energy it's not to say like be celibate and don't interact with anybody ever it's just going to your cave or coaching no coaching, quantity versus
0: qu- i mean quality versus quantity
1: people yeah quality. and understand <laughs> that hey why don't we approach people from an energy perspective like yeah. there are people that you're around that make you feel like you want to hunt your back and this is like your heart's attempt to protect itself. <laughs> and there are people <laughs> so that you hang out with and they may not be what you expected them to look like or feel like or be like or anything like that, but you're just but they it's make like you feel everything free. flows, your chest puffs up like you just feel expanded, energized, you know, and yes. y- that's how you can tell. Yeah. And that's how we should approach relationships as well. I think from all points of view, not just partnership relationships, but even work relationships.
0: Well, that being said, obviously, I've said before, just like you said, relationships are everything. Number one, relationships, the relationship with the self, mm-hmm. right? It's number one. And then we get into lovers, friends, family, work. These are all relationships, different, obviously, but in the core, relationships. Right. I don't know because obviously we didn't fully tap into this, but I was still mesmerized and it stuck with me when you talked about. The book that you are currently working on, your your book um, that you'll get into, that is about something you call you have you basically have created called the five C's. That I'm assuming is more towards a relationship with a like a partner lover relationship, right? But within some of the th- when you started saying it, I also just felt like it also was a core foundation even for self. Yes. Um. But also probably because I I I tend to put self and lover partners in a very similar dynamic except it's with the self like I'm dating myself <laughs> right but you know what yeah, I mean totally. but can you please now that we've gone into that I would love for you as much as you want to feel comfortable sharing because I know it's going to be part of your book but give us a little taste of Maril pauses pauses. The five C's and what <laughs> what they are because I'm so excited about it. Give you, give you three out of the
1: five there C's. There she goes. Oh man, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, mean, I feel
0: duped. <laughs> well, I mean, you can like give, but uh, you still gotta buy the book to get the full on details, y'all. What's up? You
1: know what? It's um. Give us it, the cliff Give it, us the cliff, notes. Give <laughs> the cliff notes. Okay, yeah. cliff notes It is. It's something that I think is kind of really useful when you're, in mm. particular looking at partnership relationship, right? you're absolutely right in that it's first relationship with the self, then yes. relationship with everybody else. And then you keep extending your circle, et cetera, et cetera. And the way you behave with other people, um, you know, is really a reflection of how you behave with yourself and what you accept in yourself or how you judge yourself, et cetera. Right. Um, but these five C's I think were really, um, sort of distilled from also my work that I do as an astro coach, because they're also related to astrology. Like there are specific ways in astrology where you can actually there's a practice called uh, sinistry where you compare two charts and you can actually take these five Cs and you can... And I, and I did it for a congress that I was part of in uh, a couple months ago. Oof, um, we got to put a
0: link for that. Well, it's in Spanish and French. Uh, je parle français? Oui, we have, I checked the analytics. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, got, <laughs> I literally, literally have okay, but, clients uh, even in Nicaragua and France. Let's go. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> this um, these five Cs are pretty much... You can be like, okay, let me compare these to every relationship I've had and you'll see kind of where you went right or went wrong okay so let's go into them yes and again you can actually there are specific ways through astrology that you can check these five c's and you know maybe we can go into that in another episode or we'll have to wait for the book (laughs) um but okay (laughs) so the first one would be compatibility okay okay so absolutely You have to be compatible with someone. I always say, uh, you know, it's really amazing to see the difference between family and, for example, a lover because or, you know, your partner, lover, your man, your woman, whatever you want to call it, because you family is something you don't choose. Family is something that you, you know, these people, you, you have to love them and you're going to relate to them, even though you're there's no affinity there. Sometimes people in a certain family can be very, very different. For example, Pam's an extrovert. I'm an introvert. Right, so there are some things that the way we recharge ourselves are is different, mm. right the, our level of how social we are is different, mm-hmm. and so yet we love each other, we understand each other, but because we love each other, we work with each other despite our differences. However, when you pick a partner, you can choose, right. Oh. Thank so God. you get to choose, some, thank <laughs> God, the Lord. amen, you get to choose somebody that's compatible to you. And it's I think why I'm
0: still single because I am so big. <laughs> you know what?
1: A lot of people say that, but I think it's also, well, for one, I think there's timing involved in yeah, all that, but absolutely. I think there's also understanding what, a key, a key. what we need to be compatible in. And I think a lot of times we're like, oh, we like the same things. Yeah, that's cool. But let's talk <laughs> about your core values.
0: Yes. Okay. Is that number two? Core values. No, that's part okay.
1: of it. <laughs> but it's another C. C. It was a C. Yeah, yeah. I feel
0: like I'm like, the I w- C. I like the letter
1: C. Yeah, yeah. I'll the <laughs> <C? laughs> Dracula with a letter E. Yeah, yeah. Count uh, Dracula. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and the number three. Okay. So the letter C. C. Okay, so we have compatibility. Core values. You know, like for example, my top core value is trust. My second one is freedom. My third one is family. If I don't match up with somebody that is... To whom family is important, for example, or to mm-hmm. or who understands that family is a high value, it's not going to work. Like I hang out with you guys, my family, like twenty four seven. You know what I mean? Like our mom's a life coach, 100%. just like I am. No like one can sister, date I had a business. With.
0: pause one of us unless if you are not, not a family person exactly. it just doesn't work it doesn't exactly fit.
1: so imagine how difficult life would be if i were to and, and i have dated and i have dated to <laughs> me too hello <laughs> <Somebody laughs> who was not into family and it's like you have to doesn't s- work they either have to stop being who they are or you have to stop being who you are right so that's one um the second one would be complementarity
0: Complementary. So, what's the difference between compatibility that, or is it so, just okay. phonetics let's, let's <laughs> okay
1: Compatibility is the sameness. Okay. Okay. So, like, the things we have in common, like, core values and that. Complementarity is the things we have different that complement each other. So, for uh-huh. example, like, you know, um, I don't know. Let's look at our sister Sylvie, right? She is happily married, mm-hmm. and her husband, she she's a singer, right? And she mm-hmm. was the lead singer of our uh, group, This remember? is true. <laughs> and so, and her husband is actually plays every single instrument. So they complement each other in that she takes the and microphone and he takes yeah. every single other, he produces her, yeah. right? So it's like Celine Dion and, you know, her her late husband. And so you find somebody that loves to do the thing that complements you. And mm. you love to do the thing that complements them. And there's ways to look in, uh, through astrology into that as well. But I think it's really understanding that by yourself... You're not it. Like you know, we come here and it's there's a family unit for a reason. There's a society unit for a reason. There's a culture unit for a reason. And you got to work with everybody. Like you know, those of us who have South Node in um, Aries and try to do it all on our our (laughs) our own. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my North Node has actually been Libra, which I've had to learn to do things in partnership. Okay, which I learned from you. And you know, Mom has a a similar structure and stuff. So we have to understand that listen, it's not just you. Like you can ask for help, you can do things with other people and together we are more. Right? I
0: actually tend to have had to learn that as well, believe it or not. Because I like to do a lot of things on my own.
1: Yeah, you're because you have moon in Aquarius
0: is pretty is independent. Is? Yeah, yeah. So I've it's it's almost like been like a thing that I've had to learn to actually be like, Well actually can
1: you But growing teach into or help your, your true sun in Libra energy, your partnership nature. Interesting. Yeah. But you know, again, we come into your uh, imposter content. Maybe you had n- negative experiences with partnership, and therefore you're a little afraid of that.
0: So you heard cry. first. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's another. I, I tend to. I tend to cry. A lot. <laughs> no, you're I'm not crying but right now. I think so I'm just fun. too happy. All but, right, so okay. that's the second one. Compliment. I can't even pronounce it. How Complementarity. Complement. Compliment. You're complimentary. English is right? not my first language. <laughs> compliment- <laughs> this is true. This is actually true, Spanish you guys. Is Spanish is my first language. Yeah. Complimentary. Terrible.
1: Yeah. Ter- ter- yeah. <laughs> you messed me up. I don't even know. In the book, but you can you put the, right? how to say find it? Find your okay. compatible person. Yes. Find your compliments. All right. And third. Well. Okay. So b- let's call the third one, let's call it common vision. Ooh. Okay. That's one that I think is a huge deal. Give me an example. It means heading in the same direction.
0: I like it. Like, for example, and we I love using Sylvia and Jesse. That's uh, our bro- our sister and brother-in-law. I feel like they are a good example of that, right? Mm-hmm. They've had, like, the common like common vision of their lives mm-hmm. as a unit together.
1: Yeah, yeah like, if, if you have a partner, if you, you're dating somebody and, you know, you're thinking long-term with this person, but he's thinking, you know, we're going to travel the world and uh, not ever have kids, but you're thinking I want to stay in one place and have kids – you're not, you don't They're have a vision. Yeah, you're not heading bye. in the same direction. Bye-bye. Like that's going to end at some point. Yeah. Either that person's going to stop his or her dreams or vice versa, or you'll, you'll stop your own dreams.
0: And someone's happiness some, cannot come from your misery you and vice will versa. Both be unhappy. Yeah. It's There's not no way. Work. Like
1: you're either both happy or you're both unhappy because nobody's mm. happy when the other person's unhappy. So it's, you know, you, you have to be like, have those conversations it's and cool. be like, Ooh, Hey, conversation, see. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's another <see>. one. yeah <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> And so you got to have those conversations and have them early on like you know like really understand this potential person that you may become emotionally attached to where are they going in life these what are the conversations
0: want? you should have before you be let in that energy into your punani or your whatever hoo-ha you want <laughs> <laughs> whatever hole which the <laughs> next C is yeah. chemistry oh. like
1: chemistry is you know essential like chemistry. you other, if you have you know if you're complementary to somebody you're compatible and whatever but you don't have chemistry with that person then you got a bestie
0: oh like mine <laughs> we all got him <laughs> I have my best guy friend our chemistry is amazing he's not my person but right. he's my person for life right in the other direction right and you know I remember <laughs> I always Super tell him like clearly. I wish I can just grab certain aspects of you and I's amazing relationship and chemistry but you put me in another woman and I put you in another guy that's all the other things that that fit. you'd
1: also be attracted to yeah well
0: I am attracted to but I mean like the other things that don't make sense that but in either one of ours plateau yeah you know what I mean? Like the the other Cs, the other yeah, yeah, Cs, yeah, yeah. the other Cs, oh, the other C's. Snap. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, look at all the ones, right? Yes. And again, it's a percentages thing. Um, of course. But yeah, so the chemistry would be you know the fourth one, and and, the fifth. and so the <laughs> we already touched on the fifth, which would what? be communication. Oh my. Let Dude, me tell you. should be the first. <laughs> and I, and I, I, hey, I listen. Switch it over. Save the best Ooh. for last. Oh, but shoot. let <laughs> me tell you why, especially in astrology, for me, communication is the huge deal. In astrology, communication is represented by the planet Mercury. Oh, and I was going to ask
0: you what Mercury was. That's what it is? Yes. Mercury oh, man, is the mind. I did not know that, you guys. It,
1: the the communication aspect mercury was the messenger god and so it's communication so when you look at somebody's mercury and if you're lo- comparing charts right you're looking at a potential partner like Pam comes to me and she's like
0: like do I this do guy's yeah, chart yeah all the time yes and not I'm just so you girl lucky. I'm telling she you even system. my guy
1: friends now which before Sorry. were like super skeptical like I got like my guy friend <laughs> who's like in his fifties and he's like you know sending me a text like so uh this woman's a Scorpio oh like, they don't send you you like me like the whole
0: thing that I do or I'm like and this no, is where he was guys born gonna be like, Could you tell me what time in
1: England no but I already sent one of my guy friends I'm like you tell this girl to get you her time or this because she <laughs> obviously guess. knows about astrology so she's already getting depressed because you're a Capricorn you're a Libra Ooh. she's a Capricorn she knows that that doesn't match tell her you're, one of your besties is an astro coach and that you're going to get
0: this right dude you know that girl already has her chart then <laughs> so he might as well just send me fax it just over just send me your chart girl yeah, <laughs> yeah. just fax it over <laughs> just fax it um, anytime the
1: benefits of having you know one of your besties be an astro coach but anyway yes. why is communication so important can you tell me why
0: well in general yeah what I've learned in partnership yeah oh especially in partnership because just like, and now we're going to go deep, y'all. Just like I think one of the biggest problems of 2020 overall is the lack of communication. Like, everybody's so quick to rush behind the screen and give their opinions. But nobody, and I mean nobody, wants to have a conversation. Like, you either agree or you don't and you suck and you're canceled and life is over. Right? <laughs> but it's like nobody, I've talked about this with my episode with Luke. Like, we both said people, this, this we're losing In every way, especially with social media, the idea of having a freaking communicate, like having a conversation where things need to be discussed, so that they don't lead to arguments or cancellations or hate or all this crap. Yeah, like sorry, mom, but like fuck the cancel culture. I cannot even begin to explain. That is a whole other episode. We will get there, but for now, we're gonna keep it, you know, PG. But (laughs) that being said. It's like, we, you need to communicate because without communicating, it's like, a, what was the analogy mom used to tell me? It's like a, a bottled soda thing, right? You shake it, you shake it, you shake it, and you're like keeping it in, keeping it in, and bah, you explode. It's like, you're not letting it out, and you're just festering this crap, and then nothing's getting resolved. Yes. And then that's where argument comes, and, or, or d- assumption and discord and blah, 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 this crap. Yes, poop it out.
1: And <laughs> poop it out. Everything you just said, yes, including and that you just gave an example for what we want to illustrate, which is you know you just said you know f this and whatever and sorry mom and whatever. <laughs> Everybody and that, that, that knows me <laughs> and knows Pam knows that you know I'm super not into you know curse words. I'm you know. Yeah, I'm,
0: I've actually been really good in this episode. You've for been amazing. You. <laughs> I even said the word freak. In, yes, I it, heard I, that. I, I caught like, myself because oh. I honestly, you guys know, you've been yeah. listening to ten episodes already se me sale it comes out it's just part of my life.
1: <laughs> so, he, so here's an example. So, Pam and I were raised in the same family, right? Yes. We're super close as sisters. We love each other and everything, but we're very same different core people. values. We're, we're, well, no, not the same core values. Oh well, uh, no, we were raised the same, but our core values as we grow up as adults and we choose to what's most oh, okay, important for okay. us is not the same. I, I, I have my ten. You can look at my list again. For me, it's like trust, really... freedom, family, adventure, service. Like there's different. No, ones. we have a
0: lot of similar ones. But
1: you probably have the. And again, when I do my my have my coaches do their value list. I have them write down their values. Then I have them explain, like, you have to put what it means for you. For example, Mm. freedom for me doesn't mean what it means for other people. For me, it's freedom of choice, of time and space, which is why I designed my life in a way where I can work from anywhere in the world. Freedom to other people might be like a commitment. It's not for me. So, you know, different things mean different, uh, you know, different values mean different things to different people. But then I have them put them in order. Because, for example, Sylvia and I share... Purity or health as a uh, value, but for me, adventure trumps purity. So if I'm traveling around the world, I'm gonna eat something that I pr- maybe wouldn't eat here no, if same. I were here, yeah. right? So it's it's different, right? So you you have to really understand what what this unique combination of things is for you. Yes. But what I think is really hilarious is that you completely just gave an example of the whole importance of communication. We were raised the same by the same uh, you know parents and amazing mom, you know, with the same uh, teachings. We're not, very different not being allowed to
0: say bad words in the house. Exactly.
1: Yet <laughs> Pam, you know, expresses herself in a completely different way. Her life experiences have been very different than my life experiences. Yeah. Well, you know,
0: I also grew, mostly grew up in America.
1: Yeah. Pam came here when she was two. You, you know, came I came here, here when teenagers. I was 10. Yeah. Or 10, you know. Yeah. For me, yeah. English was a third language. You know, we have, you know, just nuances of differences. But at the same time, you know, I think... If we weren't able to communicate, and this is this is two people that were raised in the same house, mm-hmm, in the same family, mm-hmm. we share the exact same genes, okay? So this is something where, if, and sometimes <laughs> we haven't understood each other. We had to talk a lot. We had to get into fights. We had to overcome them. We had to cry together. You know, we even got into fist fights when we oh, were yeah. younger. We were like, "What?" Because both of us, you know, when Pam grew tall enough, she's the ha- same height as me, and so we were <sighs> like, "What?" You know. So we <laughs> had like all these struggles until we really. Decided, okay, we're going to come to the table really understand who each other is. And yes, with and communicate. Yeah, allow each other to be mm. each other's, you know, uh, give each other space to be who each other is. Yeah. So imagine two people who meet randomly. One is a woman, let's say, and one is a man. Let's just go for like let's, the classic. Yeah, let's go right? for the classic look. All right. Okay, off the bat, we're talking different hormones. We're talking different sizes of the brain, different, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, uh,
0: Biologically biological speaking, y'all are already different. Listen...
1: <laughs> like, People period. underestimate biology. But I like like to go through the entire list because it's like, are you kidding me it how different so, I are? mean, I just
0: learned, which is why my friends are like, stop dating guys under 25. That apparently it's just, it's science. Like the brain of a I'm man. man well, you, Angie, actually told me this. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, all my friends are like, what are you doing? And you are one of my best friends. So hello. Um, that the man's brain does not fully develop, or one of the, the lobes or whatever the F, until they're like freaking, 28, 29, I'm here like So it's not just the man's. So it's both, everybody's (laughs) brain doesn't... Some of us.
1: (laughs) The part of the brain that manages complex thought, which is how we make our, you know, most difficult decisions and process like, you know, just kind of, again, complex thought, Mm. is the frontal lobe. And in the frontal cortex, you... You don't finish developing that until like you're 26, 27, 28, which coincides with the Saturn return in the chart, the point of maturity, Life by the way. a lie. <laughs> by the way, one of the big cycles in astrology, yeah. okay? But yeah, absolutely. Like this is why, and I always love to say this, when you were little and you were like <laughs> 17, 18, and we would be like, Pam, why did you do this? And you're like, I didn't think... I now know that you literally couldn't. You didn't have you the see? equipment to
0: think. That is... Forget the Twinkie <laughs> defense, all right? Like, this was real. I should, they should do yeah. that. It was my lobe. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, was lobe my love. it was my lobe. It was my lobe. We could have been lawyers, by the way.
1: It was my lobe. So, we least firm. Libra also rules law, by the way. Anyway. No
0: wonder I love law and order.
1: So, communication. <laughs> so, you've got, like, a man and you've got a woman they were raised in completely different families. They have completely different genes. They have completely different biology, completely Completely different life experiences. Astrology, everything. If you don't have communication, if you don't have good communication, you're not going to get each other. There is a very slim chance of your relationship surviving. Mm. And so, and again, going into communication, it's like when you look at the Mercury... You know, um, in each other, other other's chart, if the Mercury matches each other, or if the Mercury matches the Sun of the other person, that's a really, really, really good communication point. Which is what our sister has with her husband, right? And they're
0: they're always like talking.
1: Would
0: you say that also falls into like what I've talked to you about the love language? You know, I'm like, oh, this this guy. That would be more the Venus. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. We I mean, yeah. that's communication. Because it's more love than language. And it's really... Like, but even though I'm, t- I'm referring to like the way, oh, he doesn't text the way you like back right away or the way... Or the way yes, you receive exactly.
1: love or the way you give love. That's okay. more your Venus sign. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah well, yeah.
0: First of all, Merle, I just want to say write this book already because <laughs> we <laughs> Girl, all need time. this book. I know. I'm like, can you just like write already? I mean, like I'm working on stuff, editing some book stuff of mine. I know you are. We're we're, we're multifaceted over here in this family and we, the time there's lack of time, but time again, at the same time, is infinite. Who knows? But that being said, I, I feel like I need to have you back. So that's going to happen, but I don't want to overextend here. We've talked about a lot of stuff. I always ask my audience. Um, I always ask my guests, to give a piece of advice to, like, if anything, could be like anything um, to all the listeners in the world. So this is for everyone. But being that you have a very specific awesome gift of out of, well, one out of many, but my favorite thing, many things I love, many. <laughs> <laughs> but, but one thing that we're talking about now, astro coaching, can you possibly, can I, can I like minimize it to like, can you give advice for our listeners in regards to this wild year of 2020 that I like to look at as a half, half glass half full but obviously it has been quite the freaking roller coaster ride for a lot of us um what would you say from an energetic astrological advice point Okay. Would without
1: going into predictions, because again, yeah, not I don't predictions. Do that. No, you don't but do girls, that. But I mean, of course, I mean, advice. Yeah, of course. You know, I look into what has been happening and what is happening, and I give always, you know, on, on the first of the month, uh, monthly. You know, hey, this is the energy you're working with. Um, I can tell you this: in this month of September, uh, 2020, we're gonna have both. It's kind of like the Charles uh, Dickens, you know, like there was too, was the best of times, was the worst of times. Oof uh because we're coming into probably our sixth or so retrograde which is when each planet goes into a period where it looks like it's moving backwards mm-hmm. it's an optical illusion but still it has an effect and so what happens is um a lot of the planets right now already in retrograde there's one more that's coming in in uh, you know with uh, i think mars is going retrograde and so what happens is the beginning of september is going to be intense it's going to be heavy this is why again it coincides with the virgo season so there's a lot of healing again just like you had you know a uh, limiting belief come up you're going to, a lot of people i think are going to feel their limiting beliefs come up their fears come up uh they're going to bump into obstacles they're going to bump into limitations however after the ha- first half of the uh, month in september the retrogrades are going to start you know for example jupiter and Saturn, which have been retrograde since May, Mm -hmm. both of those by the end of September are going to be direct again. So that energy is going to be released. What happens is when a planet goes retrograde, you feel the restriction. When it goes direct again, meaning it's moving forward again in its elliptic, um, in its orbit, you feel like things that are related to that planet are going to begin to be able to be externally um, active. So, like, things nice. may have been cooking during the retrograde, okay? But nothing was coming to fruition. Well, during the direct phase, things are going to start to show and come to fruition externally, okay? Manifestation, et cetera. So, that's going to s- kick off by the end of September. And then, little by little, every month, the rest of the planets are going to come off of their retrograde. By December or so, we have, th- I think we have two more, November and December eclipses. We've had, this Whew. is this year has been one of the most, and I have a video about this too, one of the most intense eclipse years that we have had. Typically, we have like four eclipses or so in a year. We had six this year. Um, And so, you know, lunar and solar and whatever, eclipses are accentuated, extra accentuated portals of energy where energy comes out and energy comes in, right? So the old goes out and the new stuff comes in. Well, we have two more. And I think it's November and December. By the time December comes around, Saturn and Jupiter are going to be in this sort of like um, together, happy place. That, in a sense, is going to really, really kick off the age of Aquarius.
0: Oh, I, <laughs> it's the age of, of Aquarius, Aquarius.
1: age of Aquarius, Which we love because we both we're have in our Yeah, know. you're moving yeah. Aquarius, I'm sun in Aquarius. So we understand this energy well. <gasps> so Aquarius is, hey, holler, girl. You know, like if you're an Aquarius.
0: It's going to be a great year.
1: It's going to be <laughs> an interesting time for you to activate all the gifts that you have as a humanitarian. So by the end of this year, yes, we're going to have some other things come up or whatever. But... It's more like these two planets, Saturn and um, Jupiter, are going to get together in a more harmonious way. Mm. And Saturn tends to be the planet of karma, discipline, and, and um, sort of limitations. And Jupiter is the abundance and luck and all the stuff planet. So these two are coming together. It's like, in a sense, like your strict dad and like your super good luck aunt or something are coming together. Together. Oh, good,
0: good cop, bad cop.
1: Yeah. And they're oh. going to be like, let's work together and let's see what happens. Right. And we're going to start to see a bigger shift in into. If you've been working on your stuff, easier things. If you haven't been working on your stuff, if you didn't take advantage of all these retrogrades to dig deep and, you know, sort of purge and clear all the limiting stuff. Told you. You're just going to get another kick. Okay, so you have some time to do the work, especially right now during Virgo season until September 22nd. You've got a really big window of time to heal. Anything you need to heal, let it all come out. I cried for like three days
0: Yeah, I cried and
1: for three days. reconnected with like my dad. Like, you know, you got to do the work. It, none of this stuff works if you're not doing the work yourself. But
0: that's with everything in life, you guys. And I, I'm going to leave it there. That's with everything in life. I've said it before. I've said it again. And it could be in every facet. Look, right, today we're learning about astro coaching. We're learning about... the the importance and the power and the amazing gift that it is to have this blueprint of your astrological chart with someone amazing like my sister does it for a freaking profession, okay? But it really does help. It's the science behind it. It's another avenue to help you work on self. It's another avenue to help you navigate through this human experience and really work on the self. I say it time after time, if you don't put in the work, if you don't heal, you're not going to get the results. It's not luck. Like she said earlier, she's right. I've said this in another podcast. It's not luck. It's not that people are lucky. It's that they're putting in the work. Mm-hmm. You want results? You want to have abs? You want to have a different life? You want to have all these things? Like, Why don't I have it? Because you're not going to get it sitting on your couch, looking into Instagram, and not focusing on yourself, talking gossip about other people, wasting your time watching TVs and and, and movies and all stuff, and not living your life. And you need to start... By working on your inner self and we're here trying to help you, giving you tools, giving you, you know, options. And again, I've said it again before, you don't have to believe in the same things I believe in or Maril believes in or any guest believes in, but why not take a leap of faith and a chance when it's something that could potentially be something great. And honestly, it still exists. Whether you believe in energy or not, it's freaking real. It's there. So why not work it to your advantage to accelerate your inner self, your growth and wake up? the F up. See how I didn't say a bad word right there for, <laughs> so you? So added respect for you? I love you. But you know I wanted to you guys. <laughs> respect. <laughs> but respect. But that was communication right there.
1: We'll go into another episode into the power of words. A hundred percent because I also
0: want to talk about and <laughs> uh, abacardabra or whatever the hell. We will get into that in another episode. But for now, if you want to reach Maril, check her out on at her IG. Maril Salise. Pause. Obviously, I'm going to put all the details. Hit her up. Slide into the DM. Slide into her email. Check out her YouTube. Freaking book a session. You can thank me later. And you know what? We're going to see you on the flip side. So take care, y'all. We love you lots. Ciao, ciao. (laughs)